What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Wednesday episode of Flippin' Bats, guest episode of Flippin' Bats. And today we have Luis Arise of the Miami Marlins, who's been hitting around the 400 mark all year long. He's the reigning AL batting champion for the Minnesota Twins, got traded after winning a batting title to the Miami Marlins, and I am excited for this conversation. We're going to talk about that trade, how surprised he was to win that batting title, and then immediately be traded right after that. And I, I'm going to enjoy talking to him about hitting. He's a different type of hitter than most everybody in the game of baseball. He's leading the league in average by far. He's at the top of the league and hits but he does it in a different way than anybody else. It's the majority singles and doubles, not a lot of homers mixed in there, but man, he's just a very, very unique hitter. So we're gonna talk a lot about that, his career to this point, the trade, playing in the World Baseball Classic, a comparison to Tony Gwynn, and so much more. But I am very excited for everybody to hear this conversation with second baseman for the Miami Marlins, Luis Arise. So without further ado, let's welcome him in now. First year on this new team. How awesome has your first year been with this new organization? This is amazing because I feel like this is my family. And then I play around to the, a lot of Latin people, especially here in Miami. It's a lot of Latin people, and then they come in to support me. So, and then especially we play really good baseball right now. Yeah, this is one of the best starts in Marlins franchise history so far this year. Do you guys and the team in the clubhouse believe that this team, as it sits, is is a playoff baseball team? A hundred percent, yes. Well, um, when the twin trained me to here to the Miami, Nelson Cruz and my hitting coach from Valdez say, "Hey, you guys got a really good team because you got you guys have a uh, starting pitchers and relievers." And then I say, "Okay, they now have have me." So. <laughs> And then we're starting lose a lot of game in spring training and say, this is spring training. So <laughs> we just need to keep continue playing and then let's see what happens during the season. And look, we are playing really good right now. And then it's exciting winning a lot of games. Speaking of the trade, last year you were traded from the Twins over to the Marlins where you are now after winning the AL batting title. Um, were you surprised or was the organization telling you that there might be a possibility? I was surprised. Wow. I was surprised. And uh, I was sleeping with my wife. And then because I finished my workout, and then Nelson, Nelson Cruz teach me, hey, go take a nap. And then let's start maybe 7 p.m. hitting a game. And I said, okay, Nelson, I'll go take a nap. And then I take a nap for two hours. When I wake up, I watch, uh, I watch my phone. I got like maybe 20 calls. And then I say, and what happened? And then I watched the Twitter. I read a lot of tweets. And when I read the Twitter, and then I watched the, the twin train, I said, wow, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then I, I said, my wife, hey, the twin train me. 
that was surprised. But uh, this is baseball, this is business, but it's not a nothing personal, but got, got, got a lot of opportunity for me. So that's why I'm right here with the Marlins right now. Who was your first call when you woke up and saw that you had a ton of phone calls and got on Twitter and saw you got traded? Who was your first phone call? Dede Falvi. Talibin, those guys called me and I was, I was, I can't believe, I can't believe when they call me. Yeah. But uh, when, when I say Rocco and then the twin stuff, they call me. Uh, now I'm here with the Marlins, so I'm excited to play with the Marlins right now. The guy that you were traded for in the same trade with the Twins and Marlins was Pablo Lopez, and you two ended up playing on the same team together during the World Baseball Classic. Did you t did you two talk about the trade at all? Yeah, I say I uh, talk to him because uh, I face him a lot a lot of time in uh, in the low A in Iowa, and I say, hey, what about if we play together for the Twins or whatever for the Marlins? <laughs> and then he 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 say, hey, maybe let's see what happens. And I say, no, bro, hey, go there and enjoy the Minnesota Twins, especially the cold weather there. It's super cold, so. You get a piece there, so work hard, and then he's an amazing guy. He's an amazing person. I love when we play here for uh, for Venezuela in the WBC. So he's an amazing guy. Yeah, he actually came on on the show last year. He's one of the nicest human beings. He's just a really, really good dude. Yeah, he's a smart guy too. He's a smart. He's man. very smart. Yeah, he's, he's 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 like look a doctor. He was almost he came, a, his whole family's doctors. He's a genius. Yeah, he looked like. I say, hey, Pablo, Pablo was the doctor. Yeah. Um, so you ended up playing. Uh, you were in that WBC, obviously. How much fun, Luis, did you have playing in the World Baseball Classic this year? Hey, beautiful. If it, for me, I play every year for the uh, Venezuela. It's, it's a lot of people come to the stadium. They come to support uh, the country, especially when I see the, the Venezuela name, Maches. Hey, man, it's... It's big for me. It's big for me play for Venezuela. And especially, I never hit two homers. And then I hit two <laughs> homers to United, so USA. And I, that was fun, especially this, uh, this time here in Miami. Yeah, you hit two homers. You raked during that WBC. And all the games were in your future new home stadium. Did that kind of help you at all? Like, help ease your mind? Like, wow, I really enjoy hitting here. I feel like I can hit here for a long time. A hundred percent yes. When I play here, I play here first time in 2019. I got back games. I hit only two two hit, I think, the, in 2019. Well, I check my page and then I come back to play with Venezuela here. And then when I see uh, the stadium and a lot of people come uh, to support, I say, okay, I feel like at home. And then especially when I play a chaser um, the opening day, I say, this is my house. I got. I, I want to stay here. I want to play for the Marlins, and I want to. I want to give you a lot of a lot of good things for the fans because they come here now and support us. So I want to keep continue to play hard for those guys. That's really cool, man. Uh, last year, last year with the Twins, you hit 316, end up winning the American League batting title. How much did it mean to you, Luis, to to win the batting title in the American League? It's me a lot. Uh, couple of weeks when I win the by the title, I thought I lose. 
I thought I'd lose it because Arojos was breaking there. Yeah. And so Arojos, he everything. I said, hey, that dude, he's strong. Especially, I mean, hanging the All-Star game. He's an amazing guy. He's a, he's a humble. He gives me a lot of energy. He said, hey, I want to hit like you. I said, hey, if you give me that power, I want to hit like you too. But Arojos is an amazing guy. But uh, it's me a lot winning by the title because uh, I win a lot of when I was a little kid. I win a lot of the title, but um, now I'm in the belief. I got one already, so I want to keep continuing work hard for this, and then let's see what happened this year. How cool would it be to? You said you have one already. How cool would it be? I mean, it, if you were to win it this year, you'd be the first player in history to win it in the AL and NL in back-to-back years. You've had to have thought about that at some point. That would be sweet. Yes, man. I want to say thanks God for this. If I win it. But hey, I just come here to the to the stadium and just put in my mind work hard and then let's see what happened in the game because I enjoy a lot of this beautiful sport, bro. So when I come here, I just play baseball and enjoy this. You're a guy that when I heard about the uh, the new rules and the restriction of the shift, your name doesn't exactly come to mind because you hit to all fields. You do it very well. There's some big power left-handed hit, left-handed hitters that I think it benefits a lot. But you personally, do you think the restriction of the shift this season has helped you at all? Uh, I think for me, yes, because um, last year they played me the same, the same like they, uh, they play me right now because they never play me the shift because. If they move the second base to the first base, I want to hit to the middle. <laughs> if they move the shortstop to the base, I want to hit to the left field. But um, I'm not the guy like that. If I see the hole, I want to I, I wanna hit to the hole. But I, I prefer right now like that. Yeah. Uh, when when they move, I want to hit the ball right there. What about the, uh, the pitch clock? Has that affected you at all? Do you like it? How do you feel about it? In spring training, I feel tired with that. In spring training. <laughs> Well, right now the uh, the game is more fast, and then everybody thinking when they hit. But if it for me, I stay like that. Uh, I like it because the game is more uh, more fast, and then especially the when the club is starting, I put my mind don't thinking and then go swing. That's it. It's more it's more quick. So I stop thinking when I go hit. Everybody thinks, at least everybody thought when the rule first came out that it's going to really affect pitchers. But batters, you really don't have any time to step out. You basically just got to stay in the box and look right back at the pitcher. Yeah, I mean, because when when I come to uh, to here, I just say, okay, uh, let's see the clock, and I got nine sec- uh, 19 seconds, 50 seconds, and I go quick, and I say, okay, it's my time. I relax a little bit. I give you one, and then I'll be ready. I got a lot of time to hit. Yeah. I want to I wanna talk hitting with you as a guy that can hit I was a minor leaguer and went 0 for 4 too many times which is why I sit here now and you're still sitting there but (laughs) this season you are hitting pretty damn close to to 400 and uh, one of the best overall hitters in the game of baseball my question to you Luis if I were to ask you to explain your hitting philosophy what would you say Uh, for me I want to hit the ball to the middle every time to the middle, because if I'm a late, I hear a lot of land right to the left field. If I hit the ball in the front, I hear a lot of land right to the right field. So that's why uh, I'm thinking every time to the middle. I want to hit the ball to the middle every time. Are you thinking like hard ground ball up the middle, line drive up the middle? What's your mindset? Every time I want to stay in top to the ball. 
a lot of a lot of lime and a lot of ground ball. Yeah. Because I don't have too many power. If I hit fly ball hard to the field, I know I'm out. Yeah. But I, I just want to hit a lot of a lot of land right, uh, a lot of line to the middle. You're you're like the current the current day Tony Gwynn in a way. When you hear that comparison, you and Tony Gwynn, what what do you think? Me a lot. I mean, his song, uh, "Couple Days to Go," is a oh, really? that was oh, yeah, that was fun. He said, "Hey, you can hit," and I say, "Hey, you that can hit." And then well, <laughs> when I hear people talk about Tony Gwynn, man, hey, that that man can hit. That man can hit. He got quick hands. He hit the ball to the left field, center field, right field, and this is me a lot for me. Do you ever watch video of him hitting? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, and you too. Do, are there any um, are there any current hitters in the game that you'll you'll like to focus on and watch a video of them, or do you typically just go like to the Tony Gwynn route? I love Freddie Freeman. I love Freddie Freeman. He's he he got a lot of power, but he don't try to do too much. He just wanna hit the ball to the middle and then a lot of land drives. When he tried to pull the ball, he hit a homers. It's not me. But I love watch uh, Freddie Freeman. If you could talk to one person right now about hitting, dead or alive, who would you talk to about it? Uh, I got two, uh, Rukaru and, and Tony Wing. Yeah, that's a great answer. I would, yes. yeah, that would be, I would love <laughs> yeah. to talk Tony. That guy was so knowledgeable about hitting, such a good dude. Smart. I would love to talk Tony Gwen about hitting. He, that would he, be. When I watch his video, he, he just enjoyed the game. He just go there and enjoy. He can give you a two two strike to the pitchers, and then he still got walk or maybe bad hit. But he throws himself like me. I throw myself. I can give, I can go there and then give it to a strike, and then okay, I say okay, let's fight right now because I love to win, and everybody know I hate strikeouts. So I want I just want to put him in play and then enjoy the game. I have uh, John Smoltz comes on this show every week and and talks to me and. He told me a story a couple weeks ago that between him, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and Pedro Martinez, all four combined, they struck out Tony Gwynn three times combined in their careers. Oh, wow. Hey, <laughs> oh, wow. It's, hey, it's hard. And especially Pedro Martinez. He got a really good change. I watched his video. He got pretty good change. And then if I fail Pedro, I just be ready for the change. <laughs> How would you... I, Let's use Pedro Martinez as an example. You never faced him. But let's say you face a guy like Pedro Martinez with arguably the best changeup of all time, but also has high velo, can touch upper 90s. How would you, would you sit changeup and adjust, or are you beat by that point? No, I will attack him because he's aggressive. Yeah. He was aggressive. He just go there, boom, throw fastball. And then when he's got his account, he, he go with his nasty pitch. He was changeup. But I go, I go, I go attack him. I don't want to strike out, so yeah. I go attack him. I feel like your mindset is different than most in this day. Like, how much do you hate striking out? I hate, man. When I was, <laughs> I, I, I cry a lot when I strike out. But right now I'm a man, so when I was, when I strike out with uh, a bad pitch, I, I want my, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up with myself. I say, hey, bro, why you swing that, that pitch? Yeah. No. If you do, you do your routine in the cage, hey, bro, doing the game. Uh, and I talk with myself a lot. And everybody says, hey, you're crazy. You talk with yourself. <laughs> I talk with myself because I want to be good. Yeah. 
Uh, we saw you in the World Baseball Classic. You hit two home runs in a game, which was the first time I think in your career you had ever done that. So my question to you, we see you hit for a very high average, another guy that did the same thing, Ichiro, but we've always heard the story that Ichiro has said if he wanted to hit for more power, he could. What about you? Could you hit for more power if you wanted to? How much pop you got? Hey, I got power. I got power. <laughs> I can hit homers, but I never try to hit homers. I just want to hit a lot of lime. Because when I try to hit homers, I got a lot of Grand Boseco, a lot, a lot of rollovers, and then I hit rollovers. Man, when I hit Grand Boseco, I'm mad. I'm mad with a, with a Grand Bo. Uh, if I want to hear Homer in the uh, in the game, I don't think so. But I hear Homer in BP too. <laughs> I, I, I hear Homer in BP. I, I take that. After that, <laughs> after that first one in the WBC, were you trying to hit the second one? Yes, because <laughs> I got my account. I got my account. I got um, two balls, one strike, and then the guy he throw a lot of fastball up. He got a good query. I said, okay, if he throw me a fastball inside, I gotta hear Homer. And then he threw me a fastball inside up, and uh, I got better in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I got a couple uh, fun questions for you before we finish up. The first being, other than your own stadium, which you said you've loved playing in Miami, it feels like home. Other than your own stadium, what's your favorite stadium to visit? Cleveland. To play Cleveland. I love playing Cleveland. Oh, wow. Why? Because I don't know. I see the ball good You there. hit well there. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, yes. what about your least favorite? I think um, Minnesota. Oh wow! Yeah. Your old stadium. Mm-hmm. Is I it love Minnesota. Very cold too. It's 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 very cold there. But when I go play, I forgot the cold. I don't know why. I mean, when I when I went to the clubhouse, I said, oh, it's cold here. But when the game start, I forgot the cold. So I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right. In your career, it could be major leagues, minor leagues, wherever. When I say to you, the toughest pitcher you've ever faced, who comes to mind? Uh, he played for San Diego and here in Belize. Uh, the closer, I forgot every time his name, uh, the lefty. Well, good thing you don't have to face him very often then. I uh, almost failed last time. Josh Hader? Yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> man, he strike out me like four times. <laughs> but he, that, that dude is nasty. But um, I almost failed last time. I want to fail him again. Because he strike out me like three, four times. And uh, easy, like nine, nine fastball. Yeah. And is it like arm slot as well? Nasty. Just a funky arm slot? He's nasty. Yeah. He's nasty. Uh, all right. That's a good answer, I feel like. Uh, all right. So. This season right now, we're, you know, over 60 games in. Um, what You win the AL batting title last year. So this year, what would you say personally that your goals are for this year? Um, uh, stay healthy first. I want to do a lot of good things for my teammates, like go to the playoff first. And I want to go golf, man. I, uh, I want to go golf. I work hard for that. And then let's see what happened with uh, my, my body champ again. So I just want to stay healthy and then keep continue to play hard. Luis, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for joining me. I've always been a huge fan of what you do on the field. Uh, you're equally as good of a person off the field, and it's been a blast to watch you, my friend.
Thank you, my man. God bless you and say hi to your brother. I will. And hopefully see you soon at the All-Star game, my friend. Yeah, thank you, amen. God All bless right. you, brother. Thank you. See you, buddy. All right, just wanted to thank Luis Arrives for joining me. I really enjoyed that conversation and now really enjoy him as a person. He was awesome. For me, the coolest part of that, it's almost refreshing in a way. Now, look, I, I was a hitter. I loved hitting homers. You love driving balls, hitting high exit velocity baseballs. But hearing him, who's hitting around the 400 mark and has been the majority of the season, to hear him talk about hitting balls where defenders aren't. If defenders play me over here, I'll just hit it there. If they move over there, I'll just hit it here. You never hear that in this day and age. It is a completely different philosophy than you hear from anybody else that plays Major League Baseball. And it's working for him. And you could tell his face lit up when uh, I, I gave him the comparison of Tony Gwynn. And uh, I just, I really enjoyed that conversation. And I hope you all did as well. I am now a huge fan of his. And uh, I'm going to be rooting for him the rest of the way. And I'm sure I'm going to see him in Seattle for the All-Star game because, I mean, you know, the guy's hitting almost 400. So thank you all for listening to this one. This was a blast. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch everything on YouTube as well at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening to this Wednesday guest episode with Luisa Rise. Until tomorrow, my friends, peace.